That was the best loving I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. Welcome back. I'm Alex and I'm here with Adam and I'm so excited for tonight. Uh, We have a very, very good lineup coming up. You are listening to the Naughty Brood Show, I must say, and this is a show where we talk about sex relationships and we ask questions and we answer questions and we want to hear your questions. And tonight we have a very interesting lineup. We're talking about our first time and we're talking Mm. about sexting and we're talking about the talking stage. Now, some of the topics that we do talk about are sensitive. They do touch deep. So we do have a few helplines available for anyone to contact at any time. We have Beyond Blue, which is on 1300 224636, Kids Helpline on 1800 551800, and Q Life Helpline for the members of the LGBTQI plus community, and that is reachable on 1800 1842475. But one thing we do have to say is that we are volunteers. We love talking about all things sexy, all things naughty, all things shaky. We do not have a university degree when it comes to things such as STDs or any sexual health issues. So if you do have any health issues, please, please, please reach out to your healthcare professional. But do tell us about your experiences. And we are reachable on all the social. You can reach us at Naughty Rude Sin on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And we are on Tumblr. But before we get into it, we do have a song. This is Strawberry Blonde by Jimmy Harwood. Welcome back, everyone. That was Under the Cover of Darkness by The Strokes. And you're listening to Sin 90.7. I'm here in the studio with Adam, and we have a very exciting topic coming up. Yeah, um, from the uh, fantastic audio, we go to the interesting visual when it comes to the next little segment we're talking about. It is all about sexting and the pros and cons of it, the complexities surrounding it, and the... A hundred percent. And this is a touchy subject. And I know it definitely has been popularized when I was mm. a lot younger and like like early high school. And if this does bring up any sort of unwanted emotions or feelings, we do have a few helplines that are accessible to everyone. Now, first off, we have Beyond Blue, which is reached on one three hundred double two four six three six. Kids Helpline on one eight hundred double five one eight hundred and Q Life Helpline which is for the LGBTQI plus community, mm. accessible on one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. I think it's an interesting topic, even when you kind of start, when you first hit puberty, so for most people it's around kind of 13, 14 years of age. And it's very something that kind of like, I feel like, especially kind of growing up in my school, is something that's almost like celebrated. Or like it was almost like valued more than kind of actually getting laid. I think because it can be tokenistic, like you have mm. a photo of someone's body. Like oh, exactly. you, or you've Like if you have saved that photo, it's like you have that. And you have yeah. that token of that person. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a fact like they decide to send it to you. It's like you've almost like collected a rare footy card. It's like, <laughs> shit, I've got her, I've got her news now. Or his, news now. You know. Exactly. So it's an interesting thing. But even like growing up, like it was very interesting how it was very kind of like demonized. Welcome back, everyone. That was 
Under the Cover of Darkness by The Strokes, and you're listening to Sin 90.7. I'm here in the studio with Adam, and we have a very exciting topic coming up. Yeah, um, from the uh, fantastic audio, we go to the interesting visual when it comes to the next little segment we're talking about. It is all about sexting and the pros and cons of it, the complexities surrounding it, and the... 100%. And this is a touchy subject, and I know it definitely has been popularised when I was Mm. a lot younger and, like like early high school and if this does bring up any sort of unwanted emotions or feelings we do have a few helplines that are accessible to everyone now, first off we have beyond blue which is reached on 1300224636 kids helpline on 1800551800 and qlife helpline which is for the lgbtqi plus community mm. accessible on 1800184527 I think it's an interesting topic, even when you kind of start, when you first hit puberty, so for most people it's around kind of 13, 14 years of age. And it's very something that kind of like, I feel like, especially kind of growing up in my school, is something that's almost like celebrated. Or like it was almost like valued more than kind of actually getting laid. I think because it can be tokenistic. Like you have mm. a photo of someone's body. Like oh, exactly. you, or you've, like, if you have saved that photo, it's like you have that and you have... Yeah. that token of that person. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a fact like they decide to send it to you. It's like you've almost like collected a rare footy card. It's like, <laughs> shit, I've got her, I've got her news now. Or his, his news now. you know. Exactly. So it's an interesting thing. But even like growing up, like it was very interesting how it was very kind of like demonised. How have your thoughts on sexting changed as you've like gotten older? Because I know when I was like 14, it was like, if you sex, you're mm. the worst person in the entire world. But now it's kind of like, I feel like everyone does it. I think, yeah. At the end of the day, you can't control lust. And we've all had these conversations and it kind of does get kind of that point where you just want, you're just so desperate you can't resist either taking something but, or kind of sending something. So but it's interesting. taking a photo is different from physical interaction. And I think like sexting does have its place, like especially in long distance relationships, it can be like a form of inter- intimacy when you can't. Thing. It can be a foreplay thing and it can be a form of intimacy when you can't be physically with someone. Mm. However, I think... You have to trust the person who you're sending. Oh, exactly. You have to be very careful. 100%. And I do want to reiterate that if this segment has brought up any unwanted feelings, we have Mm. multiple resources that you can reach out to. We have Beyond Blue at 1300-224636, Kids Helpline at 1800-551800, and QLife Helpline, which is for the LGBTQI plus community on 1-800-184527. I do have some interesting thoughts about it though, like when you kind of turn, especially once you turn 18 and it's kind of, it's all legal, so there's no legal worries. I feel like there's also an interesting way to kind of go about it. Like, I'll be honest, I've sent them before. I've sent them this week and I'll send, I'll send, I'll send them I'll, next week. <laughs> yeah, and I'll send them again. I don't have any worries. But for guys, if you don't do it, and obviously the girls obviously recipro- reciprocating kind of keen and want you to, don't flop your dick out, please. <laughs> I think, like, for women, it can be made so, like, mm. sensual and sexy. Like, there's, like, a whole, yeah. like, outlet for, like, boudoir photos. But for guys, it's, like, what? Do you what? Get, what do you get out of it? Yeah, I think they're just going to flop out that. Like, that isn't sexy. You don't even have to send news. If you don't send, like, little voice memos, make them sexy. Tell the girls, what do you want to do with their body? What do you want to do with them? Where do you want your mouth to be? Where do you want your fingers to be? What do you want your lips to be? Go Just ease your way into it. And you'll eventually might get something in return or you might just kind of keep it camp when you meet up. But if you just flop out your thing immediately... It's, yeah, it's it's not hot. It's, it's not, not cute. Hot. Exactly. It's kind of... Verbal or like written phone sex is 20 million times hotter than yeah. 
like a dick pic. Yeah, there's actually psychology behind it all is that females tend to get more stimulated by the audio and then guys tend to get more kind of interested by the visual. So it's kind of it's quite interesting, the whole psychology behind it all, but it is 100%. very true. Like when I've been kind of telling girls, oh, this is what I want to do when we meet up and this is where I want to do it here, here and there, that works a lot better than kind of just an ad pic. And I don't, not to get a little TMI here, but I don't send that until like I know she's like, I mean, it's a trust thing as well. You've got to yeah, like trust her that she's keen and you're keen and that you're not going to... Because, like, these photos can be brought up if you're going for a job interview, this sort of mm. stuff that you might not be aware of don't in show, the moment. Yeah, don't show your face. I think that's also another don't thing. Don't show any, like, indicating pictures or, like, necklaces or anything in your room that's synonymous with your bedroom or your bathroom or whatever, which I think is something people don't understand and don't think about. Mm. Yeah. But I think if you're going to send to someone, make sure you trust them. Yep. They're reciprocating, so it's not a one-way straight. It's one way straight. Yeah. I mean, safety above all else. And also that you're into it. You're not feeling pressured to exactly. send or receive nudes. Couldn't have said it better myself. I think that was a lot of fun. But right now we have Samantha Jones by Matilda Pearl coming up. This is a Sweet 16 song, so make sure you do yes. check them out. Uh, and we'll catch you in a minute. Welcome back. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. That was Paris Is Gone by Radio Free Alice, a Sweet 16 song. Wow, love the Sweet 16. If you want to check out the Sweet 16 playlist for this week, of course, you can keep up with Sin Media on the socials. They post it there every Sunday. Um, of course, if you've, if you've forgotten who I am, I forget who I am all the time, um, but I'm Lachlan. <laughs> Look, it is my first time here on the Naughty Rude show. We've uh, taken thank you your for, Naughty yeah. Rude virginity. You have. You've really popped my cherry, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, made me feel so welcome. So we thought it might be a good idea to talk about your first times, your first mm. time stories. So we've had a couple of listener submissions. Uh, so here we go. Here's one from um, one of our listeners out, out rurally, out in Geelong. Um, and this is a bit of an Easter Sunday oh, on Easter topic, <laughs> on theme, exactly. Yeah, look, we're, we're acknowledging, look, um, on the third day something rose, that's for sure. <laughs> so, I was in high school and I went to a youth camp. This is, this is the story submission. Um, I was 14 and I was at a youth camp. I was super horny and I had a friend who we both knew we were gay but never tried anything on each other. He was cute and friendly. Anyway, we go to the youth camp. I give my heart to God at lunch, and then we head back to our cabins. We get to talking, and he joins me in bed because we wanted to talk and didn't want to get into trouble. Anyway, it progressed a little bit beyond talking, um, but afterwards, um, our listener says they felt a wave of Christian guilt run over me, and I fell asleep listening to Oceans by Hillsong because <laughs> I am gay and God hates me. So, no. a really, a really interesting one there. What was that Q Life number again? Yeah, uh, that Q Life number is one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. And please reach out if please, this. Please reach out, definitely, especially after that one. Happy <laughs> Easter Sunday. Oh, <laughs> Jesus saves. Okay, Alex, you've got a you've got a bit of a different story. I have a little bit of a different story. This person who I reached out to is someone who inspires me a lot. And when I've heard this story, um, I don't I don't feel any any less or different about this person. But this person said to me that they were that they were high school age. They were 
uh, in a relationship. They were like one of the first couples in their year level to be in a relationship, and they felt a lot of pressure to have sex. So, I mean, that's that's a big deal, right? It, I know when I was in like high school, and there was like the one couple of the grade. Yeah. It's almost like Megan and Harry. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. it's Taylor and Joe ripped to their relationship today. I don't know if you heard the news, <laughs> right? But everyone's like, everyone's like egging them on. Everyone is wanting to have a part of this relationship. They are the royal couple. They are. And this couple decided we're going to do it. We're going to do it and we're going to do it good. We're going to do it so good that we're going to go into the school bathrooms and just get it out there. And so they did. And then this couple announced it on MSN later that day saying that this person and I had sex, smiley face, but like the two dots in the bracket. Mm. And I think that's beautiful. Oh, I'm just imagining they like because that obviously would have been around the time the MySpace was going. I'm just imagining they kind of changed their um, they kind of like their kind of status, their kind of status update. Yeah, it's like like on Facebook. I'm just imagining it's like the sex has started. But ten minutes later, the I, sex has finished. Ten not minutes. even that's ten minutes. Very, that's, that's generous. generous <laughs> I think it's funny to think about how like the relationship was so public that they had to announce they had to do a bit of a press mm. release. <laughs> a press release to the a MS briefing. The, a debrief <laughs> like a post race press conference. We'll be taking questions on the swing set from uh, one ten to one twenty at lunchtime. <laughs> if you need if you need media accreditation, please uh, te- check my uh, best friend. She'll send you t- send, yeah. a, send the details through. For sure. I think it's so funny. But I also want to say that I don't think everyone's first time is great. Hmm. But also, like, I think it can be hmm. good. I think, and I, I think if it's good, that's good. Like, I, if you ha- if you can say in hindsight that your first time was good, then I think hmm. you're doing good. I think as long as you have fun. I think because reality is, is that until you actually do sex, it's all just a theory. Yeah, you can read so much, you can watch as much porn as you want, and being teenage is probably something all of our listeners and myself included have all been down. You kind of, you picture what sex is, you kind of, you know what boobs look like, you know what a vagina looks like, but you don't know what to do with them. You don't know where to put your, whether it be your tongue or your fingers or anything. So you've got no clue. So you got, it's kind of like everything. It's like riding a bike. You've got to practice and practice until you're riding a different sort of thing. Adam you know how to do it. all right. Adam, uh, exactly. what, can we ask your first time story? Oh, uh, yes. Because um, I feel like you have made a bit of a reputation for yourself as being like, the neighbourhood whore. And <laughs> I, I we, it's we, not just me calling for this. <laughs> but we all love it and we all love to hear your experience because you talk so freely about it. So could you give us, give us here in the studio and also the listeners the rundown of your first time? Okay, listeners, listen up. Everyone get around the campfire. It was a Tinder date. Like, I'll be honest, throughout high school, I never really did anything sexual. I had one relationship, but it was very much popular. It was a really young thing from like 13, 15, and I just never got to experience it. So when I'm kind of like 10, 18, I'm like, okay... Why not? Let's kind of see what happens. So I'm not matching with the girl. We kind of end up texting and we like game a bit flirty or something like that. Like, I was not smooth at all back then. I was very nervous, very kind of anxious. So I think we kind of started flirting. Oh, do you want to meet up at Eastland one day? We can then if all goes well, we can maybe go to your place, sure. At Eastland. And yeah, and we made it. We kind of, it gets to the point like, yeah, I'm keen. I got a free house for about an, for two hours while my parents are working. Do you want to come over? I'm like, sure. So we go to Ringwood Station, say hi, hi. I go to local Coles and I get a um, and I obviously need condoms. Like I wasn't very sexually aware back then, but I did not. The world d- did not need any more Anna Millers then, and does not need any more Anna Millers now. And so I remember going into the Coles, getting like a box of um, pack of condoms. What get, size did you get? I think medium. I think I was self-aware. I'm very uh, self self-awareness is a wonderful thing. But I also remember getting like a pack of cookies and like some uh, like a Powerade, so I could just kind of like hide Stop it up. in. Yeah, stock up energy. It's never a bad thing. <laughs> So we kind of get back to, um, she lives like kind of around Corona, so we get off a Corona station, we're kind of walking back, and I'm like, 
okay, so what should we be chatting about? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, so how have you been? Oh, what are you studying? Oh, what do you work on? Oh, really interesting. We kind of get to a room. And I'm like, kind of sitting there, I'm like, well, shit, this is about to happen. <laughs> Go at it. <laughs> and I'm just kind of looking around, um, looking around the room, kind of looking at her study and all that. She kind of says, oh, so are you more interested in the study or are you more interested in me? Ooh. And I'm like, would you want to begin? He's like, sure. And so we start kissing. And believe it or not, that was also my first kiss. <gasps> so the wow. first, sorry, it was Combo a, bit, it was a bit, big bucket wow. this day for Adam Miller. So, like, kind of just, like, first kiss and first sex. It's, like, cool. And, honestly, I had a really enjoyable experience. I didn't really know what I was doing. I remember kind of, like, the first, when she took her top off and got her breast out, I just remember, like, kind of getting my mouth and hands over. Like, I'm, like, this, what? Is, what I, this is what they actually feel like. This is what they actually look like. I'm, like, shit. No, I am like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? He's a discovery learner. Oh, exactly. Hands-on is my approach. Do I think I did BC, but I very much took a B Cal approach to uh, yeah. <laughs> to uh, the hands-on approach. And I remember just kind of doing this thing, but I was like, do I slap it or do? Where am I putting my fingers? It's like, and we kind of were making out and all that. She kind of says, so do you want to stick it inside now? It's like, sure. You're like, you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why not? <laughs> I think if I remember, you insist. I remember saying something like, yeah, I think downstairs is actually hurting a bit now, so I think I'll just uh, take it all out, give it a bit, give it a bit of freedom. And yeah, we kind of do, do it. We kind of do your missionary, do your doggy style. I don't know why. I think we were doing doggy style. For some reason, I decided to kiss her ass cheek. <laughs> not, not, not rimming, but it's kind of like, I just kiss her ass cheek. like, no, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm no sick in there. And I'm trying, like, trying to aim, and it's like, go down. We're not doing anal. <laughs> go vagina. It's like, go down. It's like, we're in. Okay, let's go. Let's ride to town. <laughs> I'm we, in the studio. We have um like wheelie chairs, and Adam just starts like yeah. <laughs> giving us a giving us Animation. a tutorial. <laughs> we're, we're getting a real visual narrative here as well. Yeah, we anyway, anyway, two minutes later, he's like, "Wow, I really need to replenish those electrolytes." <laughs> Pulls out the Powerade. Oh, it gets even better. So we kind of do a couple things, and she's like, "Do you want to take a break?" And I'm like, "Sure." And she's like, "Would you like some Ben and Jerry's ice cream?" I'm like, "Why not?" So I kind of stroll out, like kind of. So it wouldn't be a great idea to walk around nude in a girl's house, I don't know. So I kind of just put on my little board shorts, I kind of rock and things. Like, oh, can I have some? It's like, yeah, she's like, sure, so we have that. We're kind of just chatting about whatever. And I, I noticed out of side of my court, I noticed I'm looking at the outside the window. I look around, I see this, like, probably 56-year-old Asian guy. And I duck down, it's like, who was that? And I'm like, oh, I think that's my dad. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I just knocked down. So I literally crawl back to her room and I'm just kind of looking at her, I don't know, looking at like a one of her thesis she did for uni and just kind of eating my ice cream. It's like, oh, you really like looking at my study? It's like, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd rather look at that than get caught by your dad out there. But yeah. Did you go back back to having sex? Uh, no, I think by then um, I'd work like an hour. Mm-hmm. So it really was a classic first time. It's like <laughs> I'd work in like an hour and a half. It's like, I better head off to work, but I think, thank you. And I remember like taking my condoms off. It's like, do I take this with me or do you want to put it in the bin? It's like, can you... Little goodie bag. You know? <laughs> goodie bag. I, I know people who have actually kept the girl... This oh. this person like kept it as like a like a, a little... souvenir. A keepsake. Like a keepsake. <laughs> yeah, like the thing you put in like your uh. special box. But yeah, honestly, I can look at my first time because I had fun. It was an experience day. I don't think I was that good. I just remember going to work, it's like, shit, this actually happened. And looking around, kind of be like, they're not virgins, I'm not virgins. Go me, welcome <laughs> to the club. But I think it happened at the exact right time for me. If that happened at like 14, 15 years old, I don't think I would have coped well with it. Yeah, I think yeah. age, being a bit mature, a bit mm. more mature is definitely something that exactly. is important. Even at that age, it took me a long time to be able to comfortably talk about my sexuality, mm-hmm. talk about like who I am, talk about the fun that I have with people. And talk about it in a way that wasn't just a 13-year-old who hadn't seen boobs for the first time. And now look at you go. And I'm, I'm mature so much. Self-improvement is a wonderful thing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's, all I, about, it's all I, about managing the narrative. 
Ah, oh, exactly. Your first time, you want to be something that you can look back on and laugh about. You don't, don't, you don't put too much pressure on yourself. For sure. You just want to just make sure, like as I said before, you like the person, they like you. You're not doing any pressure to do anything. And you can just kind of, like, reflect on it and be like, that was fun. And and making sure, like, your feelings aren't hurt, especially as a woman. Like, sex Mm. can be a bit of a, like, it's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable. In fact, like, a few of my friends have said that they've had, like, a lot of negative feelings just brought up. And, like, nothing, like, like, to pinpoint, just literally, like, negative feelings and feeling not, like, slay afterwards. And I think... Mm. As long as like, you you can look back a week or a few days later and just say like actually like that wasn't bad I did enjoy it would yeah. I do it would I want to relive that I don't know I don't care moving on exactly I think you just do it safely but you communicate but it's obviously it's so easy for me us to kind of chat about this now when obviously you're in a relationship and I've had quite a bit of experience we can kind of like talk about kind of mature but as kind of like 16, 17, 18 year olds who are just discovering themselves and having that for the first time or even not even eighteen it happens when it happens. But, yeah, uh, reflection is such a wonderful thing, but it's also... And I think, like, making sure no one's pressuring you and you're not pressuring yourself to have sex, like, making sure you feel right when... You feel right doing it when the time is right. Exactly. And I think never worry... I think for the first... For the untrack, you worry about it. But I think for the first time, you almost want to be, like... Be respectful of the person, but almost make sure that you're enjoying it. Don't worry about making the person finish. Yeah, just... If, if, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, that's a different situation, but make sure, like, if they're laughing, they're smiling, they're enjoying it. For sure. And I'm sure sure I shall be laughing and smiling with our next couple of songs that we have up next. Yeah, there we go. What a nice note to end on. The Naughty Rude Show and Happy Endings. Name a more iconic duo. (laughs) We're going to take a listen to Den and Hearts by Boney Kid, and then we'll be right back. Sexy listeners, that was just evaporate by Ship Present, and it's got the heart rates pumping. And now Reddit is sure to get the, uh, the throats are even kind of pumping even more through all the laughter. It is my favourite segment. Mine too. And it's always chaotic, always amazing, always a tad worrying sometimes. <laughs> I mean, always especially, unhinged. Especially after the last um, last week or a couple of weeks ago, which was about the uh, a Redditor somehow fingering the wrong girl in a bedroom. With his wife. With his wife, yeah. So he's... Uh, I know, you, I talk a lot, and I'm never speechless, but that actually left me speechless for once. And that, that was an achievement from the self, so congrats to that lovely person who decided to bring up that story on a random on a random server. Just, just for the fun of it, just kind of keep it more entertaining. But anyways, shall we fire away with the first question, Alex? We shall. M21, any ideas to add to my sex life? Ooh. Is there any well, kind of more context there? No, there's no baseline of what his sex life is, oh, which yeah. makes it interesting because we don't know. <laughs> exactly. We don't know what we're working with. Oh, exactly. So let's just assume he's kind of like he's both sides of the fence, so doubling doubling the options. Mm-hmm. As our longtime producer Zach has kind of popped up before, uh, sex toys is always a wonderful thing. Uh huh. So I think yeah, whether you can plenty of options there. If you do have a partner, I think just just ask him. Also, yeah. just look at yourself. What do you want? For sure. What do you want? What do you want to achieve? Do you want to find a new kink? Yeah. Do you want to... It's a very open-ended question. Yeah, I think so. Never be never be afraid to go to a sex shop, though. Like, the people there, they work there. So they, they are the nicest people. Well, like, working in Coles or Kmart. They're, it's their job. <laughs> they get paid to do it. They probably do judge you, but they don't tell you to your face, so it won't really matter. I feel like they would have seen it all. Oh, and exactly. once you've seen it all, there's still more to see. Never seen it all. You can walk out with a strap on and be like, okay, that'll be 30 bucks, thank you very much. Would you like to join our membership program? 
Literally, they, they don't mind. So I reckon your options are definitely there or Google is a wonderful thing. Google might tell you some crazy things. So trust your gut, trust your intuition. Trust your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on, ladies, do you ever think about the size of a guy's balls over penis size? <laughs> well, uh, Alex, <laughs> you time to shine? I don't think so. I just feel like... Most like no one ever talks about a guy's balls. Like they're just they're there. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knows they're there. Work like you know they hurt if you touch them ever so slightly. But I think you just kind of ignore them. I think yeah. As a guy, like you, you want to go to play with them, kind of fondle them, but you don't want her to like keep on gr- <laughs> grab it like an apple because that will hurt. Or from experience, you definitely don't want a girl to suck him as well. That hurts like an absolute. Really? Yeah, she got a bit excited and I was like, <laughs> like and I'm like. Pull out, pull out, <laughs> let them, let them, let my people go. <laughs> my future children's lives are at stake here. Let's so go. We're talking this is like a Dyson vacuum cleaner situation here. Yes, That's the picture was. you're painting. Yes, it was, and I was like, ah, oh, do you mind sticking to upstairs instead of downstairs? Suck oh, on the ne- suck on the nips or suck on my neck. <laughs> let, leave marks where you want to, but don't leave marks there, please and thank you. For sure, for sure. I think like <laughs> I'm glad you come. I'm glad you cleared that up though. Mm. What's the best way to quit porn once and for all? Find something to burn the time. Yeah, I think uh, with everything, going cold turkey is never a great option because your your brain is kind of, especially if you do have a porn addiction or a sex addiction or a drug addiction. Your brain's so wired by that point that it's impossible for it to stop, and you want those cravings. It's kind of like if you've kind of been on nicotine for a long time, for yeah. 20 years, and you suddenly decide, okay, I'll stop. That's what, because your brain's been wired to do it. I think understand your, like, behaviour patterns and what you notice in yourself. Like, are you watching porn at night to fall asleep? Are mm. you doing it to get a hit of serotonin, you know? Mm. Or put yourself in a position where you can't watch it. Yeah. Whether that's kind of like working along, I mean, you want to be careful because... It can be time, but walking, working long hours of work or joining a sports club. Or, I think, yeah, definitely. Or reading, reading a book in a garden. Do something that gives your body those chemicals without watching porn and having to masturbate. Yeah, exactly. I think kind of less time you spend alone, the more time you spend around people, you're obviously not going to do it because... Like a real-life frame of reference. Oh, not exactly. Not just what you're seeing, what you're watching. For sure. Because at the end of the day, don't treat it like watching Netflix. Don't normalise it like that. And it should be... Because it's not. It's... You shouldn't be exposing your brain to porn very, mm. very often. Like, yeah. like obviously, watching porn is normal and people watch porn, but you should be not be exposing your brain to the porn that we see these days. What defines huge balls? Huge. Lots of balls <laughs> questions tonight. I'm sensing a theme here. Is I this know. a sports desk? <laughs> very ballsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sports desk. Um, well, I'm used to talking about all things balls. I'm a very ballsy person, apparently. <laughs> I think if they're, like, obviously when a penis is flaccid, it's not big, unless it is. But I think if you can really see them, like, if they're, they're noticeably large. Might be worth checking out the doctors, I think. <laughs> <laughs> From a, if you're going to have sex with someone's point of view, if they're, like, they're bit, like, they're noticeably large, like, if you can, re- if, like... Because mm. I feel like you don't notice balls that much. You don't. You don't want to. Not really, no. And so if you are noticing them, that means that they might be. They're like, they're like everything. They're not sexy on its own, but they're sexy within contests. But um, I will say the opposite. If you got really small, um, if you want to keep your balls normal size, don't use steroids or something like that because they that causes shrinkage. 
Moving on, can men actually still get aroused or horny after the first orgasm? Yeah, it's like any reset button. It takes a bit of a reboot. <laughs> it's kind of like if you're updating your PS4 and it says, oh, we need to update it. <laughs> you're reading it. You're reaching here, Adam. It makes sense, but no <laughs> the conclusions. Because for women, it's like the first orgasm is considered foreplay. But for the, for the guy, it's like the first orgasm is game over for a little bit. Exactly. It's like, okay, time out, people, time out. Go, go, go. Group. <laughs> retreat, retreat. Break out the Ben and Jerry. <laughs> uh, it was cookies and cream flavour. I remember that and it was amazing. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Um, I am Alex and you're listening to The Naughty Bridge Show. I'm here with Adam and Lachlan and we are talking all things naughty and rude tonight. It is 9pm and we thank those for who have been listening to us for the last hour. We've had some great conversations. We've had some amazing sex talks all together here in the studio. Now, on the Naughty Brood Show, we do talk about sex relationships and we love hearing questions, answering questions, hearing experiences, talking about our experiences. So if you do have any of your experiences, Adam, where can <laughs> you get in contact? Uh, so, guys, we have uh, we have all our tentacles across all the social networks. We are up on Facebook. We're up on Twitter. We're up on Instagram. And our Instagram account is Naughty Roo Sin. And be sure to text in to ask any questions about the host, any experiences that you had. We love all of them. But especially if you're kind of more want to keep a little secret, like we've all got our dirty little secrets these on days. On the down low. Exactly. Um, we are active on Tumblr. We're active on Lintree, and those are the same na- same names. Naughty Rusin. You can text us, and we will not tell a soul. We will not know who you are. You could be Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump, for as far as we know, telling us about about their stories. Listener host confidentiality. We take it incredibly seriously. Exactly. 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 Our Tumblr is the Naughty forward slash ask. So please, we usually have a whole segment dedicated to answering your questions and talking about your experiences, but you guys haven't been coming to us and getting in contact with us, so unfortunately we haven't been able to talk mm. about it. That probably means they've been uh, coming too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in all seriousness, guys, uh, some of the topics we do chat about can be a bit on the nose, can be a bit icky, can be a bit yucky, and can be a bit more uncomfortable. Like, I know there have been c- circumstances we've chatted about in the past and that I can relate to my personal life. I'm like, you know what, I might need to chat to someone out about this just to make sure I'm doing okay. So we've got plenty of options out there such as Beyond Blue, Kids Helpline, and QLife. Beyond Blue's number is 1300-22-4636. The Children's Helpline is 1800-55-1800. And QLife Helpline, which specialises in everything everything along the LGBTQR community, is uh, 1800-184-527. But if, uh, if there's any issues with your cojones uh, downstairs... Physical health and well-being... We are not doctors, are we? No, we're not. We are not. We want to hear about your experience, but we also want you to seek the proper and correct medical attention that you need. So definitely seek a doctor. We understand that there are like long waiting times to get to see a doctor. Mm. So if worse comes to worse, do not feel any shame going to the emergency department to get the help you need. Yeah, so if, 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 look, if something's burning or you have a burning question, you want to go to someone who's empowered to take action, empowered to fix it. 100%. Mm. Well, I've got a burning question about uh, about Lachlan's guest star on the show because I think he's got one or two stories to entertain the masses today. So, Lachlan, over to I, you. I know what you want to hear. Listen, there was I've, I've moved two states away from where this happened, and I'm not saying this is the reason, but... The timing lines up, doesn't it? But no, that's that's no. Listen, 
I moved here for my education, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, there was a very suspicious sandwich in um, in Brisbane. <laughs> I feel like just the context of what this show is, we already know where this is going, but the journey's important. 100%. So, look, do you know, um, like, you've seen, like, The Simpsons... And there's this character, Nelson, who's like this cartoonish school bully. Like, he'll point at you and he'll go, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Very, very, like, just, you know, really, really not innovating in the in the school bullying, I think, industry, which is quite a shame for Nelson. But that is essentially what went on at the, at the school I went to in Brisbane, at least in year 12, with this, um, this one guy and his supposed, supposed friend. What this friend would do what he thought was very funny to do was say, can't use names, so it's it's challenging, it's interesting. Let's see if I slip up on live radio. The dump button's right there. <laughs> so he would bring a, a sandwich into school as, you know, as packed lunch, right? And it's like, that's good. He's, he's being healthy, don't know what's in the sandwich usually. Knew what was in the suspicious sandwich, but we'll get to that. And he'd bring, he'd bring the sandwich to school for his lunch, but his friend, he thought it was funny, he was doing it ironically, would take this kid's sandwich out of his hand, eat it in front of him and go, ha ha, got your sandwich. Now you don't have any lunch. And like, that was funny once, right? Like once it's like, oh, that's a little bit, a little bit shocking. Didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> By the time it's been happening for a month in a row, the joke gets a little bit old, a little bit stale. So <laughs> this guy goes, you know what? I need to take matters into my own hands, don't I? <laughs> I, I know to, where this is going. I need to take I need to take out some insurance on my sandwiches. And so he um he adds a little secret ingredient. Now, look, I think there were plenty of secret ingredients here that would not get him into trouble with the police, right? Let's go through some options. <laughs> that bad? Let's go through some options here. Like let's say I my sandwich is being stolen, right? I reckon you can never go wrong with like some chili. Like you go you find like those really like spicy chilies that you have to get imported, right? Yeah. You know, you've got to, like, get them from the dark Blue way. cheese. Blue cheese, exactly. You could go with some laxatives, I feel like, is also <laughs> an option. Just, like, get those, like, the powdered laxative and just pour the whole bottle in there. Mm. Really give them... Or the chocolate ones. Just be like, oh, you got my sandwich? Do you want my chocolate as well? Exactly. Exactly right. Um, yeah, laxatives. I know we'll be talking about anal a little bit later, so that's actually a little bit on top of it. <laughs> that is not, though, Everybody's what, looking at me. <laughs> what the secret ingredient um, was in this sandwich. What no. was it? Well, well, we'll get there. So oh, I'm dying here. Nelson, the school bully, that's what we're calling him now. He he goes through his, his, his route and he comes out of class, makes a beeline for this kid, takes his sandwich, takes a big chunk. Now, this kid, the, the, the victim in this story, if you will, he was like, this sandwich needs to be, it needs to look like it hasn't been tainted. So he... <laughs> That was Adam, Adam's attempt Adam of getting away from the mic to sneeze. Adam's not prepared for where the story's going, even though you've heard it. No, he needs to, you know, it needs to be like a, a regular sandwich. So he was nibbling kind of the corner of the sandwich. Just so, you know, it's like, look, this is just, it could be any ordinary sandwich. You don't know. So he's had it. He's had a little nibble. Bully comes, he takes it. He takes a huge bite of the sandwich. Now, what you need to know about this kid, he was very, he was very scrawny. Right, very small kind of kid. Which kid? The bully? Uh, no, no, the the victim. The, the victim, the okay. victim, the guy who gets his sandwich stolen. Right, so he's very, he's very, he's very small. I'm going to get down on my knees for this bit because I just feel like I need to to illustrate where this has gone. 
outside the studio. It's absolute <laughs> chaos right now. My chair, I've just <laughs> left it behind. Nelson's taken a huge bite out of this sandwich and the kid looks at him, looks him dead in the eye. <laughs> this tiny little kid. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, Nelson, you just ate my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man! Oh. <laughs> and what did the bully do? What did the bully do? Immediately, whack! Oh no! Punch! This guy was on the ground, unconscious, like flat out. I would take a punch over a cum sandwich any day. Oh. Exactly, exactly. It's like we we know we know who the real winner is here. This is all recorded on so, on Snapchat. It is immortalized. Like there were there were multiple camera angles of this incident. You mentioned the the police. The police. Well, yeah, because <laughs> because it turns out that you know conspiring to intoxicate. Yeah, conspiring <laughs> conspiring to have someone eat your cum <laughs> is actually an indictable offence. Uh, it's, it's a bit of protein. <laughs> Yeah, look, Nelson wasn't really thinking about the health benefits here, was he? So, no. Also, you don't want to be known as the guy at school who ate the cum sandwich. So there's a bit of a branding issue here as well. (laughs) Bit of defamation. Exactly. So the cops are in. There's two police cars at my school, which, to be honest... How long did it take for them to arrive? Wasn't... Well, this was on... This was later in the week. Okay. You know, so it had some time to think about it, to really digest, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a couple of days later, there are two police cars that rock up. Now, for my school, this isn't, like, out of the ordinary. <laughs> so we're like, what do they hear about this week? You know, is there someone, does someone in the toilets need a little help? Wake them back up. Um, no, this was this was about that incident. So um, I think the charges were dropped. Um, but on, but, but- on the condition, right, on the condition that the story does not go beyond my school in Brisbane. And no one, <laughs> no one can ever know... Well, here we are. How many years later? Maybe about three. About I think that's fine. Isn't there a law with there's a statute statute of limitations? limitations. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You guys can keep a secret. (laughs) Am I allowed to post the um the meme that you made in the aftermath of this? Yes, you are. This was this was my first. This was my first attention in high school talking about first times, right? Because yeah, no, we were we were in English class year twelve and. And um, I just want to quickly add, you can see this meme at Naughty Rude Sin on Instagram. Yes. Yes. And you totally should check it out because I've just met Lachlan and he's made me die of laughter. And I think it, this won't let you down. No, no it, 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 it really won't. So I need you to understand, like, this is like, I feel like everyone's high school has a story, right? Like, yeah. this is the incident, right? Everyone is talking about it. There's a philosophy class that um, <laughs> the kid who was, you know, who... Um, tainted the sandwich was in and um, this was a philosophy class that were handing back some some exams with some results and someone had put their water bottle on the exams and the condensation now they're a little bit wet in the corner so the teacher picks up this um, this stack of exams the teacher picks up the stack of exams they're a little bit wet a little bit sticky and he goes oh has this kid been in this class <laughs> right like everyone this is like very much now it's got a hold in our school. That's all anyone's talking about. Oh, so 100%. <laughs> I think my English teacher absolutely knew what she was doing when she went, hey, guys, to demonstrate our understanding of satire, let's make a meme about current events. Ah, oh, so you made a meme about the cum yeah, sandwich. Yeah, because yeah. she goes, let's make a meme about, you know, things that have been going on at the school, you know, that we'll all get, that we can all laugh about. My meme was very popular, but again, that's how I, that's how I know about the condition on the, on the you know... <laughs> 
there will be no charges taken any further with the police <laughs> as long as no one else ever learns of the cum sandwich. Um, yeah, my meme didn't help with that, so I was taken into a, you know, taken into the head of years office. He goes, Lachlan, Lachlan, we've got to make this go away. <laughs> we've got to make this go away. We've got to, we've got to make people stop talking. I'm setting an example here. <laughs> That's funny. It's really worked uh, out, hasn't it? Three yeah. years later and we're still talking about it. It's I think, amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think my school had a story that was anything sex related. No, but like but there's uh, still like I feel like every school has an incident, right? Three AW got did get involved. Ooh. And so did nine news. But it's I don't think I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just leave it there. Year nine, all girls school, party, Airbnb, fire brigade, police. Alex got grounded. <laughs> oh dear! If you if you're listening and you're you know what I'm talking about, no, you don't. This is what was it? Don't talk of, about it. And my school did get a call from Nine News regarding like the Airbnb being vandalised and broken into because oh of a 15 year old birthday party. Wow! And then Three AW did claimed that one of the elite private schoolgirls in Melbourne Southeast, mind you, it was not elite private school girl, private school girls school, um, like vandalized Airbnbs. Mm. Not as I don't think that's that does not match the cum sandwich at all. No, no. but look, you gave it a go. I did, uh, but be up on the Naughty Rude Show's Instagram. So now 100%. you've got the context. What do you do if you see your friend in a porno? Give them a five-star review. <laughs> you subscribe to their OnlyFans and you support them. Like, yeah. in this economy, every bit helps. <laughs> I think laugh, laugh, and laugh some more. I think you should send them a message. Tell them, hey, saw your, saw your, saw your porn. <laughs> Loved up. it. Loved it. Keep it coming. You, uh, actually, you actually had someone familiar to you in a porno when you were in high school. Oh, <laughs> shit, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my year 10 English teacher in a past uh, life was a porno. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I um, Can we can we what's what's her name? He. He, what's his name? Oh, uh, I won't just No, uh, no, no. Yeah, I don't just think we should. Good thing he was actually a lovely guy and he did help me out a lot. It sounds bad. So basically the story goes With um, English. He helped him out with English. <laughs> yes. So I kind of changed schools halfway through high school for various reasons and I get there and the second literally the second day I'm there it's like, "Oh, you know, Mr. Yada Yada was a well, is a porn star." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, okay. That that is cool. I've just discovered it. Lovely, lovely." But yes, I shall. What what type? Do you know what type of porn he did? Um, I think it was uh, gay porn. Like okay. I think we all kind of suspected. I think he was pretty open about it. Yeah, but I will we've, say we've seen the show reel. There's a there's a public show reel out there. I will that say Adam has shown me some of the names of the because this is on public record by the way. Like all these films, you can access on IMBD and Wikipedia. So I feel like I said that. Is he was starting films such as Bed of Roses in 2008, Boys on Film in Too Deep, 2009. <laughs> Gunpoint Finance Creditor, 2009, and working it out, working it out, and uh, I'll need a, where is it, where is it, oh, there's just, there's an amazing um, little, uh, I need to read you this um, little blurb, Peter and Marcus, like any good couple, do everything together, including going to the gym, so where exactly the gym buddy Jeremy fit in, working it out may not be that easy. (laughs) I'm intrigued. Uh, but I will say, lovely guy, and he definitely helped me with my English, but 
when we kind of, I couldn't help laughing when we kind of having some private tutoring session. Like, do you want to come in my office at lunch? I'm like, oh my Christ, what is going on here? But I've seen this one before. <laughs> he has a way with words, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, this is, this is why it's my favourite segment. We just have all the good vibes, all the good conversations. And Lachlan, what do we have up next to keep the got, vibes we've going? We've got so much next. Let's, let's hope that DJ Jazzler actually cooperates this time, but hopefully... <laughs> Cross your fingers, cross your toes, cross all of your various appendages. We have Hello by the Cat Empire. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I am Alex, and you're listening to The Naughty Bridge Show. I'm here with Adam and Lachlan, and we are talking all things naughty and rude tonight. It is 9pm, and we thank those for who have been listening to us for the last hour. We've had some great conversations. We've had some amazing sex talks all together here in the studio. Now, on The Naughty Brood Show, we do talk about sex relationships and we love hearing questions, answering questions, hearing experiences, talking about our experiences. So if you do have any of your experiences, Adam, where can <laughs> you get in contact? Uh, so, guys, we have uh, we have all our tentacles across all the social networks. We are up on Facebook, we're up on Twitter, we're up on Instagram. And our Instagram account is Naughty Brood Sin and be sure to text in. To ask any questions about the host, any experiences that you had, we love all of them. But especially if you're kind of more, want to keep a little secret, like we've all got our dirty little secrets these on days. On the down low. Exactly. Um, we are active on Tumblr, we're active on Lintree, and those are the same, na- same names, Naughty Rusin. You can text us and we will not tell a soul. We will not know who you are. You could be Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump for as far as we know, telling us about, about their stories. Listener host confidentiality. We take it incredibly seriously. Exactly. 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 Our Tumblr is... The Naughty Brood Show dot tumblr dot com forward slash ask. So please, we usually have a whole segment dedicated to answering your questions and talking about your experiences. But you guys haven't been coming to us and getting in contact with us, so unfortunately, we haven't been able to talk mm. about it. That probably means they've been uh, coming too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, in all seriousness, guys, uh, some of the topics we do chat about can be a bit on the nose, can be a bit icky, can be a bit yucky. And can be a bit more uncomfortable. Like, I know there have been circumstances we've chatted about in the past and that I can relate to my personal life. I'm like, you know what? I might need to chat to someone out about this just to make sure I'm doing okay. So we've got plenty of options out there, such as Beyond Blue, Kids Helpline, and QLife. Beyond Blue's number is 1300 224636. The Children's Helpline is 1800 551800. And QLife Helpline, which specialises in everything, everything along the LGBTQR community is uh, 1800 184 527. But if, uh, if there's any issues with your cojones uh, downstairs... Physical health and well-being. We you, are not doctors, are we? No, we're not. We are not. We want to hear about your experience, but we also want you to seek the proper and correct medical attention that you need. So definitely seek a doctor. We understand that there are like long waiting times to get to see a doctor. Mm. So if worse comes to worse, do not feel any shame going to the emergency department to get the help you need. Yeah, yeah, so if, 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 look, if something's burning or you have a burning question, you <laughs> want to go to someone who's empowered to take action, empowered to fix it. 100%. Mm. Well, I've got a burning question about uh, about Lachlan's guest star on the show because I think he's got one or two stories to entertain the masses today. So, Lachlan, over to I, you. I know what you want to hear. Listen, there was... I've, I've moved two states away from where this happened, and I'm not saying this is the reason, but the timing lines up, doesn't it? But no, that's... that's No, listen. I moved here for my education. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, there was a very suspicious sandwich in, um, in Brisbane. 
<laughs> I feel like just the context of what this show is, we already know where this is going, but the journey's important. 100%. So, look, do you know, um, like, you've seen, like, The Simpsons, and there's this character, Nelson, who's, like, this cartoonish school bully. Like, he'll point at you and he'll go, ha-ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Very, very, like, just, you know... Really, really not innovating in the in the school bullying, I think, industry, which is quite a shame for Nelson. But that is essentially what went on at the at the school I went to in Brisbane, at least in year twelve, with this um, this one guy and his supposed supposed friend. What this friend would do, what he thought was very funny to do, was so I can't use names, so it's. <laughs> It's challenging. It's interesting. Let's see if I slip up on live radio. The dump button's right there. <laughs> so he would bring a, a sandwich into school as, you know, his packed lunch, right? And it's like, that's good. He's, he's being healthy. Don't know what's in the sandwich usually. Knew what was in the suspicious sandwich, but we'll get to that. And he'd bring, he'd bring the sandwich to school for his lunch. But his friend, he thought it was funny. He was doing it ironically, would take this kid's sandwich out of his hand eat it in front of him and go, ha ha, got your sandwich. Now you don't have any lunch. And like, that was funny once, right? Like once it's like, oh, that's a little bit, a little bit shocking. Didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> By the time it's been happening for a month in a row, the joke gets a little bit old, a little bit stale. So <laughs> this guy goes, you know what? I need to take matters into my own hands, don't I? I, I know to, where this is going. I need, to take, I need to take out some insurance on my sandwiches. And so he um, he adds a little secret ingredient. Now, look, I think there were plenty of secret ingredients here that would not get him into trouble with the police, right? Let's go through some options. <laughs> that bad? Let's go through some options here. Like, let's say I my sandwich is being stolen, right? I reckon you can never go wrong with, like, some chilli. Like, you go, you find, like, those really, like, spicy chilies that you have to get imported, Right. Yeah. You know, you've got to, like, get them from the dark Blue way. cheese. Blue cheese, exactly. You could go with some laxatives, I feel like, is also <laughs> an option. Just, like, get those, like, the powdered laxative and just pour the whole bottle in there. Mm. Really give them... Or the chocolate ones. Just be like, oh, you got my sandwich? Do you want my chocolate as well? Exactly. Exactly right. Um, yeah, laxatives. I know we'll be talking about anal a little bit later, so that's actually a little bit on top of it. <laughs> that is not, though, Everybody's what, looking at me. <laughs> what the secret ingredient um, was in this sandwich. What no. was it? Well, well, we'll get there. So oh, I'm dying here. Nelson, the school bully, that's what we're calling him now, he, he goes through his, his, his route and he comes out of class, makes a beeline for this kid, takes his sandwich, takes a big chomp. Now, this kid, the, the, the victim in this story, if you will, he was like, this sandwich needs to be, it needs to look like it hasn't been tainted. So he... <laughs> That was Adam, Adam's attempt Adam of getting away from the mic to sneeze. Adam's not prepared for where the story's going, even though you've heard it. No, he needs to, you know, it needs to be like a, a regular sandwich. So he was nibbling kind of the corner of the sandwich. just So, you know, it's like, look, this is just, it could be any ordinary sandwich. You don't know. So he's had a, he's had a little nibble. Bully comes, he takes it. He takes a huge bite of the sandwich. Now, what you need to know about this kid, he was very... He was very scrawny, right? Very small kind of kid. Which kid? The bully? Uh, no. No, the, the, the victim. The, the, victim, the okay. victim. The guy who gets his sandwich stolen, right? So he's very he's very, he's very, very small. I'm going to get down on my knees for this bit because I just feel like I need to, to illustrate where this has gone. So the studio, it's absolute chaos right now. My chair, I've just left it behind. Nelson's taken a huge bite 
out of this sandwich and the kid looks at him, looks him dead in the eye. <laughs> this tiny little kid. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, Nelson, you just ate my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh. <laughs> and what, what did the bully do? What did the bully do? Immediately whack. Oh, no. Punch. This guy was on the ground, unconscious, like flat out. I would take a punch over a cum sandwich any day. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, we, we know we know who the real winner is here. This is all recorded on, so, on Snapchat. It is immortalised. Like, there were there were multiple camera angles of this incident. You mentioned the, the police. The police. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> because it turns out that, you know... Conspiring to intoxicate. Yeah, conspiring conspiring to have someone eat your cum <laughs> is actually an indictable offence. Uh, it's, it's a bit of protein. <laughs> yeah, look, Nelson wasn't really thinking about the health benefits here, was he? So, oh. no. Also, you don't want to be known as the guy at school who ate the cum sandwich. Like so there's a bit of a branding issue here as well. <laughs> bit of defamation. <laughs> exactly. So the cops are in there's two police cars at my school which to be honest how long did it take for them to arrive wasn't well this was on this was later in the week okay you know so it had some time to think about it to really digest if you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple days later there are two police cars that rock up now for my school this isn't like out of the ordinary <laughs> so we're like what are they here about this week you know is there someone does someone in the toilets need a little help wake them back up um no this was this was about that incident so um i think the charges were dropped um but on but, but, on the condition right on the condition that the story does not go beyond my school in brisbane and no one <laughs> no one can ever know well here we are how many years later maybe about three. About, I think that's fine. Exactly. Isn't there a law Sta- with there's a statute, statute of limitations. limitations? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You Question? guys should keep a secret. <laughs> Am I allowed to post the um the meme that you made in the aftermath of this? Yes, you are. This on was the, this was my Instagram. first. This was my first attention in high school talking about first times, right? Because yeah, no, we were we were in English class year twelve, and, and um, I just want to quickly add, you can <laughs> see this meme at Naughty Rude Sin. On Instagram. Yes. yes. And you totally should check it out because I've just met Lachlan and he's made me die of laughter and I think it, this won't let you down. No. It no, it, it, it really won't. So, I need you to understand, like, this is like, I feel like everyone's high school has a story, right? Like, yeah. this is the incident, right? Everyone is talking about it. There's a philosophy class that um, <laughs> the kid who was, you know, who um, tainted the sandwich was in. <laughs> And um, this was a philosophy class. They were handing back some some exams with some results. And someone had put their water bottle on the exams and the condensation. Now they're a little bit wet in the corner. <laughs> so the teacher picks up this um, this stack of exams. The teacher picks up the stack of exams. They're a little bit wet, a little bit sticky. And he goes, oh, has this kid been in this class? <laughs> right, like everyone, this is like very much now... It's got a hold in our school. That's all anyone's talking about. Oh, so 100%. <laughs> I think my English teacher absolutely knew what she was doing when she went, hey, guys, to demonstrate our understanding of satire, let's make a meme about current events. Ah, oh, so you made a meme about the cum yeah, sandwich. Yeah, because yeah. she goes, let's make a meme about, you know, things that have been going on at the school, you know, that we'll all get, that we can all laugh about. My meme was very popular, but again, that's how I, that's how I know about the condition on the, on the you know... <laughs> 
there will be no charges taken any further with the police <laughs> as long as no one else ever learns of the cum sandwich. Um, yeah, my meme didn't help with that, so I was taken into a, you know, taken into the head of years office. He goes, Lachlan, Lachlan, we've got to make this go away. <laughs> we've got to make this go away. We've got to, we've got to make people stop talking. I'm setting an example here. <laughs> That's funny. It's really worked uh, out, hasn't it? Three yeah. years later and we're still talking about it. It's I think, amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think my school had a story that was anything sex related. No, but like but there's uh, still like I feel like every school has an incident, right? Three AW got did get involved. Ooh. And so did nine news. But it's I don't think I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just leave it there. Year nine, all girls school, party, Airbnb, fire brigade, police. Alex got grounded. <laughs> oh dear! If you if you're listening and you're you know what I'm talking about, no, you don't. This is what it was. It don't talk of, about it. And my school did get a call from Nine News regarding like the Airbnb being vandalised and broken into because oh of a 15 year old birthday party. Wow! And then Three AW did claimed that one of the elite private schoolgirls in Melbourne Southeast, mind you, it was not elite private school girl, private school girls school, um, like vandalized Airbnbs. Mm. Not as I don't think that's that does not match the cum sandwich at all. No, no. but look, you gave it a go. <laughs> I did, uh, but be up on the Naughty Rude Show's Instagram, so now you've 100%. got the context. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show. We just took a listen to Melbourne Sound, and finally, someone from Brisbane, I can say, finally, I have heard the Melbourne Sound, the Eshe Anthem. Yeah, That's this, what it was called off air. It is literally our state anthem, honestly. You're not a Melbourneian, you're not a Victorian if you haven't um, busted out to that song once or twice, got on the dance floor. It is an amazing song, and had a bit of spicy language, but it's always it always oh, makes it more interesting. It's fine. They'll live. Oh, exactly. They'll live. Now, look, I'm an Aries, but we're about to talk about some other A words, Adam. Uh, this yes. is a new segment. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, I was kind of just heading on the bus home, a bit bored myself. I'm thinking of segments for the show, and I guess one of like, well, there's the alphabet, there's the sex, one else combined into. So, it is basically the A to, I call it the A to Z. I'm creating a sign that kind of looks like the word R, so two and then Z. Two sex. And basically, every week we're going to be chatting about a letter, starting from A this week all the way down to Z. And we're going to be thinking about different words that kind of you attribute to that letter, and then we're going to be chatting, chatting about them. So, for example, if it was Q, it might be queer. G might be gay. L might be lesbian. But we're starting with... The a- fact that he just said, oh, if it's Q, it might be queer, and pointed at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> Spotted in the wild. <laughs> It's like it's like Pokemon Go. I choose you. <laughs> Moving forward, since <sighs> this is the beginning of the segment, we thought it'd be best to start at A. Yeah, start and off with a bang. <laughs> we have brainstormed a few like words that correlate to the word A that do relate to sex. Yes, our first one, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we're starting off uh, with a bang. Is uh, anal. <laughs> And all the wonders to do with that. All I'm going to say from my experience is that lube, lube, and some more lube. Your experience, Adam. Here and there. Here and there. Ladies, once I'm a gentleman after all, I'm like, why not? You're more into giving or receiving. <laughs> Content warning. Oh, depends on the situation. Depends on the lady. Depends there we on- go. He's open-minded. We love an ally. Oh, exactly. <laughs> How about you, Alex? I I steer clear. Steer clear? No go zone? Um... 
When I got the sex talk from my dad, he said, don't do it. My sex talk was very holistic and open and anal was addressed and he said, you're too young to have anything, to have any butt problems. And I was like, right on, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that advice. Thank you for telling me, dear father. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know from experience? He's like, no, I know from other people's experience. I'm like, okay. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, I think start off with fingers and tongue if that's what you want mm. and work your way up, but be careful, very exactly. careful. Introduce some toys in there when you're ready, but work up to it. Oh, exactly. Would be my advice. Talking about things you should definitely uh, work your way up to is uh, another one. Uh, asphyxication. Asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> asphyxiation. It's like so extreme, like the other end. Exactly. That's when bang. I mean, yeah, other end of the body, technically. Th- yeah. When it comes to asphyxiation... You want to make sure you're not literally choking the person, but you also mm. want to make sure you're not cutting off the oh, blood definitely. supply to the brain. So mm. you're just going to be applying milk just after choking. <laughs> gentle. <out>. Yeah, gentle. <laughs> this is like, how much pressure can I take? Yeah, not, not that much. A visual thing more than anything else? I think it's just more, yeah. having the sensation there can be a turn on enough. You don't really mm. want to be choking. Definitely, Mid- yeah, I think definitely if you get into that stuff or kind of BDSM, which we might be discussing next week on our next letter, definitely have like a safety signal or a safety or a safe word. I definitely recommend that. Maybe a signal because yeah. if you're getting choked, this, the, the word might not come, come out properly. Oh, exactly. I think yeah, if you don't do it, I reckon at least make sure the person you're doing it to or you, you, get, you have one, one hand free and whether the signal is like the root finger, <laughs> the thumbs up or kind of like the mint sign, at least if they kind of see that like, okay, you need to start. But I think start off slowly. And then you even ask him, like, is it might not be that smooth to start with. Yeah. Because the more times you do it, the more you kind of realise, like, how much pressure they want. But ask him, is that okay? Is that okay? Is that too much? Mm. And then you end up finding that happy meeting. Are you enjoying them. this? And I thought you were asking me, like, yeah, I'm loving I always <laughs> love coming on here on a Sunday night. It is amazing. But, yeah, oh, it's interesting. I think we've got, do we have time for one more word? I think we do. I think, yeah, well, asexuality. It's, it's interesting to chat about because it's kind of the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's kind of like... No sex. Yeah, no. Not, not having the desire to have sex. Exactly, yeah. I remember I went to school with a kid um, back in... And this was, like, when I was kind of just starting to learn about all the different sexualities around year eight, year nine. And, like, I mean, obviously I was 14, 15, so I didn't chat to him, like, about all the complexities like I do now. But it was like, I think I basically kind of just asked one of them, I was like, so what does it mean? There's even a case where a guy, I don't know, this Croatian guy, interesting fella, he literally just went up to him and showed him a pair of... Just went on, like, porn up, took a screenshot of a pair and showed it to him, like, what does this do to you? <laughs> Yeah. He's like nothing. Yeah, I think he basically says like, "Oh, nothing." Pass. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a pass. But I, I think th- I think that's quite interesting. Like, I, I mean- think a lot of females <laughs> question whether or not they're asexual because of how unenjoyable sex can be at times, and it's often that you're not, you don't not want to have sex. Maybe just one, like you're not in the mood. And I think if you choose asexuality or you feel that that is mm. your like path. I think you shouldn't be so close-minded to, you know, having a change of heart later in life. And obviously, like, it's your own choice. It's your own body. So you should definitely, like, stay true to what you feel. But I think, like, life is a journey and you should never feel locked into a decision that you've made and that only affects yourself. I think at the end of the day, um, sexuality is subjective. And it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's flowing. It's not stagnant. Mm. Once you made that decision, that doesn't mean you are who you are. Yeah. It doesn't well, define your personality, yourself, your identity. Exactly. You can basically, that's the beauty of living this world and living this country that we can choose basically what we want to be. Mm. 
if you identify as trans but you actually kind of want to go back, you can. Or if you kind of, you're bi and then you're like, actually, I think I'm more into guys now. I'm gay. Or even if you're kind of straight and you kind of realise at some point, you know what, I think I actually like the other gender. Yeah. You can kind of pick where you want to be, who you want to be, and kind of where you kind of want to kind of define who you are. For sure. For sure. But I think there are so many charities out there that do so many work, especially within that community. There are so many helplines, there are so many options, so you should never feel like you're the only one going through this. You should always be willing to have a chat and just kind of talk to people. Yeah, definitely. If you are asexual or, you know, as we go through the A to Z of sex, many, many episodes to come and many, many um, different letters in that in that acronym across the spectrum of 24 sexuality. 24 wonderful segments. Absolutely. 20... 25 to go at him. Someone, <laughs> someone did VCAL. Um, but yes, if you are, if you are anywhere on that spectrum or you are asexual yourself, you can call the Q Life Helpline. That's on 1800 184 527. That number again, 1800 184 527. There we go. That was the special two by Dear Seattle for Triple J. We've given it a little bit of a play here on Sin. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show where we love to have a talk about sex and relationships. Went New Zealand there for a second. What was that? <laughs> uh, to talk about sex and relationships. <laughs> I'm about to say, are, we, are you a Melbourne Lockie or are you an Iswish or Mackay? <laughs> I don't know who I am. I'm having a crisis of identity, but that is all right because we're here to talk about talking, the talking stage. Alex, what's <laughs> <The> going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone chipped in a bit. How do we feel about the talking stage? The talking stage as in getting to know a person Equally on text and equally going on dates. Mm. It's kind of like you like them, but you don't know if they like you. It's also like, do you know if you like them? Or is it like a bit of yeah. puppy love? Like you're, It's a bit of lust. It's a bit of maladaptive daydreaming. It's like, do you like, your, do you like everything including their brain? Or do you just like everything below the shoulders? It's kind of it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing mm. to kind of maintain or kind of define. Because you do question yourself like, yeah. is this not is this the one? Because again, we're all like 18, 19, 21. But it's kind of like, is this person who I see myself spending time with? And the talking stage is so paramount to gauging whether or not you work well with a person or not. Oh, exactly. And it's not easy. It's a huge commitment. Like, I mean, we've all had that kind of stage where we're kind of seeking up to like 2.33 a.m. talking to a person just about random shit. And like, you're like, okay, l- l- let's wrap it up. But you like, you like them because so you don't want to wrap it up. So you like, yeah. you don't want to kind of leave them on red. It's kind of like, oh, did I annoy them? Oh, did I? Yeah. And I think that's the worst part about the talking stage, being like, oh, did I did did I do something? <laughs> was it me? Exactly, mm. and, it, and it's cute, but it's kind of like you end up being like purgatory. Yeah, it's like it, a, and it's the worst thing ever because kind of like I want something, my brain wants something, the cojones want something, <laughs> but it, it's not happening. And why isn't it happening? You so need to manage some competing expectations here. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And, and it think, can be a time where people will play games, mm. and they'll be. Like leading people on, and I'm a game player. <laughs> <laughs> I think so was I. So yeah. I, yeah, and it was fun. Mm. But then I also Monopoly think- or Cluedo was your game. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there's me. It's like you're hot, I'm hot. Nice, <laughs> Adam. Straight to the point. I'm like, can I see a photo of your mum so I can see whether or not I'm your type? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have my theory. No, my theory is that. No, no, my theory is that if you like, I'm a if girl going for a guy, you can see if you're the guy's type by the dad's type, aka the mum. Okay. Physical type. 
Interesting. Do you, are you putting two and two together? I think I can see what you mean by yeah. like because obviously genetics. You yeah. Don't, you, don't, you don't end up having the same hobbies as your parents but, in some sense. Yeah, ho- like ho- more so looks wise. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What in the Oedipus is going on here? Uh, let's just <laughs> let's just get out of this one. But no, uh, I get. I get uh, it, no, look, it's it's worth also checking that they're not a psycho. A bit of right. a background check. A little bit of a... Well, I mean, don't you? Don't you do a background check? You've got to do the Instagram. The stores. Yeah. you got to yeah. check the tagged posts, right? Yeah, and you right? got to... The posts on their page, that's what they want you to see. you got to check the tags. Got to do a little bit of, little bit of investigating. Mm. For sure. Mm. And I 100% agree. I always try to find... I like to see the extended family. Exactly. I think that's always interesting. you got to know what you're getting into. Exactly. What's Aunt Polly up to? <laughs> I think this is the quietest I've ever been in a segment here. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, Adam did text me one time. Um, he was talking to, talking to a lovely woman and she, you know, again, she was doing her due diligence. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this during the talking stage. I'm a journalist, though, so that's why I think I'm a little bit biased. But Adam, he texted me, hey, um, this woman's just texted me like, haha, I might do a little check of your Instagram to check that you're normal. And, and I think like, that's normal. That is yeah, fair. Right? And Adam's like, what do I do? And it's like, well, if she's texting you that, Adam, it's already happened. It's already happened. Past tense. It is too late. She's already made the judgment. She's <laughs> al- exactly. She's already made the judgment. All she you can do is... She has made the judgment based on your Snapchat name. Your Absolutely. Snapchat username. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there's me thinking, so do I need like an a- ADO or an ABO against her now? <laughs> ABO. All you can do is pick it, up the pieces of I the wreckage, like air crash investigations. I, what did she see? I think it's nice that she told you, but also you don't tell someone that. No, you don't. So you a don't. red flag. Exactly. They, they have to think that you are normal while you are checking that they are normal. And mm. they're checking that you are normal exactly. while you're thinking that they are normal and they're exactly. thinking you're normal. Really, what we've learned here is that no one is normal. And I think the talking stage is a is a mask for mm. building your own judgments and your own <laughs> doing your own investigations. Exactly. And exactly. Your, and yeah, the way your mum looks can influence who you end up marrying. <laughs> I I stand by it, and it has never. Well, maybe it has, but it for the most part it hasn't failed me. And it's not like it's a massive deal. I just think it's interesting. If you want to listen to the Naughty Root Show, please do. I mean, stream it on Sin, whether that's on your radio, 90.7 FM. Maybe you're streaming it through sin.org.au. Maybe you're using the brand new, the brand new Community Radio Plus app. Or maybe you get it delivered in the form of 13 cassette tapes to your door with a mysterious (laughs) message. We do appreciate your company. We really do. No, we really enjoy getting in contact with you guys. And you can totally reach out to us on, like, all the socials. We're at Naughty Root Sin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We do have a Tumblr page that you can send any of your questions, queries, experiences. Anything. Anything. And we'd love to hear it. And we, unfortunately, we didn't have that segment tonight because no one has been asking us any questions on the Tumblr page. And the Tumblr page is the naughty rude show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. So please let us know your deepest, dirtiest, darkest secrets. It's not optional. You have to do that yeah. right now. Yeah. We're watching, we're listening, we have your house bugged. Yeah. See if you can outdo the uh, the Redditor who um, who fingered, fingered the wrong person in, in his bedroom no. and now doesn't know how to explain to his girlfriend. He fingered the wrong girl and, and he doesn't know how to tell his wife. Talk about here comes the bride. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, did, we did enjoy the stories we had tonight. So I, we had first time by press release 
at high school, the yeah. high school couple, yes. making the announcement making, on MSN. <laughs> it was a very important announcement. It, it was, was incredibly the, important. Exactly. The people needed to know. It was the in the people, public interest. The people were desperate for the first couple to have sex. <laughs> And they needed the announcement, and it happened. They did. They did. Also, um, we had um, some Easter Sunday Christian guilt at the, <laughs> at the youth camp, the gay experience. And I just got a text in from one of my friends in Brisbane. Uh, she tells me she's been on Bumble recently. She's had lots of adventures on Bumble. Um, guess how many likes she got in her first 24 hours on Bumble? I don't know. 69? 69? <laughs> no. 900. Oh, 900. she's Bumble famous. She is Bumble Good famous. Lord. So she gets all sorts of messages on Bumble because the people the people want a piece. The people want to know. So um, a man a man just messaged her while we were on air. Um, so this is breaking news. This is hot off the press. Uh, but she has um, for Halloween. She went as a nun, like a like a sexy nun. Um, this is real Easter Sunday content right here. And um, she got a, she got a compliment on that photo. The guy just messaged her. I've always loved religion. <laughs> so there we go. Look happy Easter. However you're celebrating. I know I actually my Good Friday got off to an interesting start because I had a meeting. We've been having meetings here at Sin about bringing back loud and queer to Sunday afternoons. So I'll be joining you nice. on Sundays very, very soon. That'll be very oh, so exciting. It's a bit of a uh, collab- collaboration opportunity. Absolutely, there. absolutely. So loud and queer. It's coming to Sunday afternoons. If you'd like to get involved with loud and queer or with any of Sin's programs, um, we'll leave you now with a message of how to do that. But we've really appreciated your company. I've been Lachlan. Adam's the one who has the sex. Alex is the one with the relationships. This has been Naughty Rude. And, yeah, again, if you want to get involved with Sin, here's how to do just that. Do you want to be a radio star? Well, you can. Join Sin and get involved in radio, TV, podcast.